What's up, everybody? We are back for Kicking It Stateside, episode 11. I am with my brother, Peruge. Uh Brian, what's going on, my friend? What's going on, man? Not too much. Um, let's see. A lot has happened since yeah. we last spoke. I was going to say, te- I mean, technically it's episode 11 for iTunes and Spotify. Yes. But it is technically episode 12 because we did we did a little something on Tuesday. We did do a little something-something. Yeah. Um, First show with A2D Radio. Yeah. So that was awesome. That I was. I think uh, our feedback was pretty great. Um, I think we've gained a few followers from that. Yeah, a couple Facebook fans and... We now have a new Twitch fan. Welcome. Yeah. Adam and Adam. Adam and Adam. This is good. Yes. But you're definitely not below average, bud. Don't worry. No, you're tops on our list. <laughs> so basically, we'll run down the prem per usual week eight. And then since there was no, there's going to be no prem games this weekend, um, we're just going to dive into like another mixed bag like we've done before when it was international break. Yes. So we'll kind of talk um, MLS. Yeah, take a look at the MLS playoff bracket. We'll do international stuff, too. Yep. There's a lot of good friendlies coming up. Um, May not be as long of a show as normal just because of the content, but that's okay because we come back again on Tuesday live with A2D again, and that will be our MLS preview show, Mm -hmm. playoff preview show. Playoff preview show, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so you can catch us on A2D Radio on their Facebook, um, YouTube. Uh, what else? Their uh, Instagram? IG, yep. Instagram, too. IG, um, yep. From 5 to 6.30 every Tuesday. Yes. So if you're at work or working from home, after a drive, you're watching, you're, you're eating some dinner, tune in to the boys Yeah, and if you can't A2D. catch us live, it stays up. It does. So you it gets always, recorded. Yes. So, so you'd always go back and give us a watch. I'll say I posted um, on my personal stuff yeah. our uh, episode. So, yeah, I've been spreading the love of ourselves. Good thing. <laughs> <laughs> good things for uh, us on A two D. So it was yeah, a good man. start. So let's uh, let's dive on in. Yeah, you know, uh, we're, we'll talk a little bit about you know Liverpool keeps on. That train keeps on moving down the tracks. Um, Eight for eight to start. You got Man City losing to Wolves. That was wild. That was... uh, Unexpected. Unexpected. It just seems like Man City has these, like, shit games against poor teams in the bottom of the table. And for some reason, their losses have been to Wolves and Norwich. Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird. Two teams that can't seem to beat anybody so far this season too much and they're beating the big boys beating the big doggies and uh also Watford still stinks and are still winless on the season (laughs) yeah they suck um what else uh Man United in some serious serious trouble they are looking lost they have zero direction um again we'll kind of dive into that more um Everton Fuck the Toffees right now. They're making me very upset because they're making our um, prediction, our preview show. If you guys, we didn't even put that out, did we? No, no one really ever heard. No one heard it, but yeah, we predicted Everton being in the top six. I think Brian even said top four. Yeah, with 
that roster and everything we had talked about it just they're underperforming and we talked about it on Tuesday and yeah. we'll, we'll keep beating it till he's gone basically is Silva can't coach. He can't coach. He can't. He sucks. So that's kind of the thing. It's like, okay. Um you can even ask below average Adam, do you think that Marco Silva should be fired? Yes. Yes or no? We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um so and there's also a pool exciting. So or USA the American guys. boys. Yes, we root them on any chance we get, including Sp- tomorrow. Yes, speaking of the U.S. Yeah, big game tomorrow. Big game against Cuba. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of uh, we'll talk about that. Dive one. into that as well. Yeah, some other games that are coming up in the international that where you'll be able to watch if you don't have all the uh, specialty channels and all that. If you want a regular TV, no there's doubt. Some games coming up, so talk about them too. Good shit. Yes. All right. Let's start getting into it. So we're gonna start with City and the Wolves game again. Just, yeah, we could start with that. I just think that was a just, big deal. Yeah. So yeah, Wolves uh, beat Man City this past weekend two nothing. Adam Traore. Another Adam. Whoa. Another Adam. Tri- weird. Traore. <laughs> the Spain. Um, what is he? A right back? He's like a wing back. Yeah, like a winger. Wing yeah, back. he got a special card in FIFA yesterday. Did they he? Do, they do the weekly cards, and good he for was, him. Got a team of the week, big bump up to an eighty, and he has a ninety-seven speed rating, which is one of the highest in the game so far. So. I feel like every Triori in the uh, world is a speedster. Yeah, as soon as I saw the name, I was really hoping he was like an Ivory Coast cat. Interesting. Um, so yeah, like we said before, um, Man City. Uh, I think the defense going forward is just going to be. Their huge issue, obviously, with Laporte hurt for what could be the season, probably towards the end of the year. Um, I would say on the, I would go if I was Man City, I'd probably not even play him if they were, unless they were seriously, seriously in the title race. Maybe the last month. Yeah, you might see him in Champions League play if they're still. Yeah, going there, or if they're in some cup or whatever. Yeah, but he's. It's gonna be a while till he gets back. Yeah, and you see, and I mean, the fatigue factor maybe into the Man City loss with that. Yeah, I I, I guess the defense is getting fatigued. Right. There's enough depth in the offense that that's no excuse. They should still be able to score. Oh, with their front three, I yeah, mean, to get just, shut out by that Wolves team that you know it's. I mean, Wolves play great. I they, mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not. They were definitely I'm the not, better side. Not knocking their performance, no. but when you're at home against a bottom team like that, I mean, that's what separates what Liverpool's doing right now and what City's doing. It's that's where that gap's coming into play. Yeah, losing games to teams that you should not. They just always... don't look. They don't look as hungry as they did last year. No, Liverpool looks like the hungry team, and I think it's coaching. I yeah. think it always comes down to coaching. I think Klopp is way better at motivating people as Pep is. Yeah, Pep's a little bit of a, a prick. Not a huge fan. I'm honestly. not. I've never been a big Pep fan. Nah, even in his playing days, was never really. Yeah, wasn't my guy. My kind of guy. Not my cup of tea. So no. Wolves wins their second in a row. Yeah, great for them. They were sitting in the bottom there, and now they're what do we say up to eleven, ten? Yeah. Something like that. I think they're sitting 11 now, yeah, which is, hey, that's big time. Yeah. And put a win like that under your belt, as we were saying Tuesday, uh, 
save somebody's job for the rest of the year, definitely. Yeah. Espiritu Santo, he's uh, he's set. Yeah. He ain't going nowhere no. now after that win. We're calling for a lot of coaches' heads on this show, but that's one he's pretty much saved for the rest of the year. He's True good. that. So, so yeah. Um, moving on, Liverpool beating Leicester. The first real test, I think, uh, Liverpool had this season and they passed. Yeah, outside of some, you know, close games recently. Yeah, um, the I Chelsea think, game was, I think, their toughest up until that point. Yeah, and and even the uh, what's it, uh, Sheffield? That's true. Sheffield game was pretty pushed tough, them to the brink, but, but not like this. Like you kind of always knew yeah. that they would pull. This one got close. Yeah, Madison tied it up uh, pretty late, and you figured this was going to end possibly in a draw, which I would have been happy about for my points. Yes, but unfortunately. Did not go. Penalty, Milner. Jamesy. First game is captain and uh, puts it in, takes it. That's a big thing. Absolutely. Somebody steps up and actually wants to take a penalty in this league. That's amazing. And yeah. actually makes it. Yeah. <laughs> United should pay attention. <laughs> take notes. <laughs> so it's the it's Liverpool's 17th win in a row. And Ridiculous. they're now eight points clear of City Yeah. at first. They are rolling. Rolling along, and I mean, the these are the type of games that good teams pull out. Yeah. In whatever way it is, PK, whatever it is, that's how they they find a way to win. And like we said on Tuesday, uh, I think Leicester's going to be fine moving forward. It's not a huge deal. No, I don't think that hurts them too bad. No, I losing that game on the road is kind of when you when the season when the schedule comes out, you kind of pick that maybe as mm-hmm. one that you're. Yeah. Giving up, so they're still in a good position. They're still playing really good. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, Liverpool looking like uh, – and we asked this on Tuesday. Do you think uh, Liverpool is going to win the league? And if so, by how much? We said by 10 since the margin right now is 8. I figured why not go the full season instead of up to just, say, Christmas or Boxing Day. Yeah. So, only time will tell. Time will tell, but right now it's looking pretty good for him. Very good. Uh, moving down the list, Burnley with a nice win over Everton. Our shit toffees uh, lost 1-0 uh, on the road, and I always have little notes here. I just said WTF is going, what the fuck's going on with Everton? I don't know, man. They're... Until Marco Silva's gone, they're done. I know. I feel like it's just like that's our, been our like slogan the past few weeks, maybe even month since. Well, play, play your best players. And yeah. Have an idea of what you want to do because right now they don't seem to have any idea of what they want to do. Yeah, no Moses Keane. Again, uh, you put him in late. It's like too late. You've got to get him involved in the game from the beginning. Him and Awobi have good chemistry. I feel like he's treating him like a super sub. Maybe that's not like his forte. I mean, it was at Juve. He was he was coming in and banging in goals, but yeah, but that's a different environment. Oh, totally different. With the, with the way this roster is constructed, you don't have somebody better that you should be treating him that way. He should be starting every game, unless there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. There has to be, right? There has to be something in training or something he or. Yeah, that Silva's a shitty coach. That's what, that that's what has him. to be. That's what's going he on. He told that straight to his face. Yeah. He said, fuck off. He said, Marco. you suck. 
as a coach, <laughs> I should start. And he's like, all right, you're coming off the bench. I bet. And then Marco said, you're not playing anymore. Yeah. Something like that, I guess. That was, yeah, it's disappointing. Because we is. did have high hopes for them. I don't want to bash Everton every week, but I feel like I have to. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind, I guess. Give him a swift kick in the ass. Yeah. But uh, Anything blue. I can <laughs> yeah. Say, fuck you. Yeah. So Seamus Coleman gets sent off in the 56th, and Jeffy Hendricks puts in another goal. Yeah. So One Irishman goes off, one Irishman takes advantage. And I got the Irish kid on today. Cause he was, does. There was a lot of Irish going on this weekend and with the international break. Yes, sir. It's one of the ones hanging on Tuesday's show. Yes, Tuesday was a great day. <laughs> it's gone um, with the wind. <laughs> yeah, you know that. So Burnley runs it to four games unbeaten, uh, and they're sitting pretty good right now. I thought Burnley was looking pretty dead, and then all of a sudden now it's yeah string some wins together and some good results. It's and a good win at home. Bopping up. Probably should get more when you're playing 30 minutes a man up. But That's true. It's all right. They held on and they it's got three it. points, exactly. Did what you should do in that situation. And now Everton is looking at relegation. Yes, literally. Literally. They're Staring in, that, in the face. They're right in that zone. <laughs> it's great. Uh, okay. Shitty. So let's move on to yeah. your lovely Spurs. Yeah, man. Spursy. Good job, guys. Dropping more points. To the goals. Goals. I love the goals. And another Irishman. My team of the week. Aaron Connolly. What? Banging in two. What a debut. Whew. Another we talked we said debut day goals, guys. Uh he's the second Brighton player to get a uh, debut recognition from us, Trossard earlier the year. Trossard. And uh now Conley. Yeah. So, fantastic. So Brighton basically plays Spurs off the pitch. Um Spurs are looking a little lackluster after they got thrashed, absolutely thrashed by Bayern during the midweek in Champions League, seven to two. Yes, and then they lay an egg, three nothing against a Brighton team who was super desperate. <laughs> With a previous loss earlier before that too to Colchester in a P- in PKs. I forgot. I keep forgetting about that. I'm yeah. like, how the hell is uh, Poch even staying? Like in charge. I, I don't know. After that, per, like three run game performance. I don't know. I had him on the uh, red card list. He's definitely on big time notice right now. He is on some serious notice, or he's taking the next train out of lo- North London somewhere else. Is he to blame though? Is he not motivating the boys? There's a lot of talent on that team, and I he doesn't seem to play the right players. Never well, plays Lucas Moore. I say it every week, but he... Well, one, they should have sold Christian Eriksen because it seems like he doesn't even want to be there. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's no sense in holding on to these guys that don't want to play. It could start at the top, though. It could. It could start way at the top. Who knows? I'm not sure, but hey, you're going to win for the goals, and, you know, Spurs are just slipping, man. Yeah. Spurs are looking like... Big time. A team that's, again, just... They're searching for an identity, and it's usually it's weird because they usually have been playing well under Pochettino, and now they're just yikes. Wolves is they're only one point ahead of Wolves. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, not they're not uh, playing well. 
They lost. Amazing. They've now lost to Brighton and they've lost to Newcastle. Yeah, two teams. That's not desperate. Yeah, don't score any goals usually. No, I don't think Brighton has Brighton scored in the past couple games. No, they were struggling so bad. <laughs> we said there was no chance the week before. We did. Like, yeah, we basically just skipped right over that game talking about it. And uh, well, it wasn't worth talking about until now. No, well, we should. I guess probably just never say there's no chance. I guess there's always a chance. There's always Proves a chance. It. With City going down, and now this. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Let's move on from this stupid Spurs Villa talk. Yeah, Villa. Five, a five banger from Villa. Fifty burger on top of the Canaries. Yikes. Yeah. You see Wesley scoring two. Yes. Jackie Grealish. Got his one. Kind of hill hand. Yes. And Douglas Luiz. Luiz. What up? And then Norwich with a Josef, meaningless Joseph Dermsch. Yeah. Nice. 87th minute. Good to see him score, though. And a meaningless yeah, I mean, I guess it's good to help your goal differential by a whole one. But, yeah, Canaries aren't looking so good. Villa's looking pretty solid, actually. It's not their, you know, wasn't their hardest competition, but they did what they should. They went on the road, too, and did that. So they're looking ahead of the game as far as the three teams. I mean, you got to beat the teams that are like on your same level to stay up. Yeah. If you're losing to Norwich and stuff, it's like, well, you're probably not going to beat the big boys. So these are the games that you need to get your points from to, you know, stay out of that bottom three, right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, Norwich was missing a bunch of people. They are. They're like 10 guys. They had, I think, yeah. Farka said after the game, the coach of uh, Norwich said that they were missing 10 players, and they were down to their third string keeper. <laughs> yeah. So that's never going to be good, um, especially when you're Norwich side that you just don't have the depth to miss 10 guys. No, but they had their offense. That's the thing. And they're still not, they're still not scoring. Well, Pookie's... They had like Pookie, on a they milk had carton Cantwell, right now. They had Wendia. Um they have a decent. and Steepman. All that that Steepman. the top four, the front four played. So you still you gotta be able to get more goals than one against a team like Villa. Although Tyrone Mings has been playing very good defense. That's a good pickup. Yeah. It's been nice for them. Good pick. And uh Guy Bear, Frederic Guy Bear, he's been a pretty good uh right back for them. Federico Fazio? So. Remember that loser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Spurs. John McGinn. We talked about You know John what? Johnny McGinn. McGinn. Yeah. El Ghazi. Yeah. They have El Ghazi and Trezeguet, which are both Egyptian left wingers. It's really weird. Good for the Egyptians. Yeah. And they're solid, both, man. They're solid. They are solid players. So, yeah, it was a good win for uh, Villa. Canaries are. Uh, not looking so good. Probably uh, on the way down, prob- most likely. Yeah. That's my bold statement for today, even though it's not that bold. <laughs> All right. So next game, Watford-Sheffield in a thrilling 0-0 draw. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Watford still sucks. Watford's garbage. They Sheffield, you probably should have got a point there. Yeah, I mean, or three points there. You got a point, but and Sheffield, it's you know four game, four road games unbeaten. Yeah, and you know Which they is ha- good. I mean, yeah. 
they're doing what they should do on the road, get that point. They're doing what I got to do. Yeah, get a result. I mean. Uh, Watford should just go down. They should have done better. Watford should go down. Now. Negative 16 goal differential. Zero, or sorry, three points. Zero wins. Yeah. I won't go on. I don't want to embarrass the uh, the Hornets fans out there. <laughs> there it, might be a few that listen and. uh I think that's a little. Where's Wofford's? Uh, right outside London, actually. Yes. Fun fact, because we when we went to see the uh, the Eagles game last year in London, uh, instead of going to the Fulham game that we decided on, we were thinking about going to uh, Vicarage Road and seeing uh, Watford. Nice. So that would've been neat. Yeah. When but, they were actually decent. Yeah, but it's a it's not really much of a touristy. Uh, it's a lot of locals that go so it's tough to get a tick yeah and fulham's you know not great so it's pretty easy to get a ticket to that i bet but i'm glad i saw craven cottage That's... check it off the bucket list oh absolutely so yeah awesome. um sorry i'm getting off the ru- the tracks but that game was just yeah and i love the blades yeah nice point for them great point guys keep it going so, moving down, uh, let's see. Palace with a nice win over West Ham. Yes, we were both wrong on we that were both, one. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, West Ham was so hot coming in. I they mean, were. how do you not pick them Yeah, against a Palace team that you just don't know week to week what you're going to get, which Palace side you're going to And they're generally get. not good on the road. No. So, for them to go and get a 2-1 victory on the road against a hot West Ham team, that's awesome. Absolutely. And even you saw, you know, a Sebastian Halle goal. He's yes. back. He is back. And then another Patty Van Arnholt. Patty Van Arnholt with a penalty. And Jordan Ayew with the game winner. Ayew's yeah. been good for them. Very good. That was a great pickup. Absolutely. So I believe that was a, a, a VAR controversial. Am I yes. going back to that? Yes, you're correct. So, again, VAR. Hi. It's me, VAR, knocking at the door. and I like VAR. Yeah. I'm not sold. I think they still have a little, some tweaks to do. There's a few little things, but when it's gone the way it needs to, like when it's blatantly not in offsides, and normally that whistle would blow and that goal would just get lost. Now at least if they're swallowing the whistle, they're allowing the game to play out. And uh, we're getting goals out of it. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. But, yeah, a good win for Palace. I think it was one of those uh, where they're doing they're doing the loss, win, loss, win, loss thing. So respect to you. Respect to the D.C. Uh, Palace guys out there and gals. Yes. Thank you for we being always, such avid followers on our Twitter you. page. You guys are great. Hell yeah. All right. So, shall we talk about your gunners? Yes. Let's talk about them. Talking about it. Talking about well, it. A win is a win. Win yeah. is a win. That's all you can say. Good should, win over the Charries. Yeah. It, I feel it should have been a better win, especially the way the first half was going. Should have got more than one there. But right. Got a little dicey. Callum Wilson almost had a Callum Wilson sighting. Uh, I don't know how he's still to this moment miss that shot but i will take it 
I am happy to get three points sitting in third place with not having looked that good so far this year. Yeah. I, like you said, a win's a win, man. Yeah. And it was a Bournemouth team. You know, we said this was going to be huge for them. You know, can they, you know, play with the big boys? Yeah. And, you know, they played pretty good. They played us well. So. Yeah. I and there wasn't much to say. David Luiz got a goal, which was awesome. Played very good defense. Him and Callum Chambers. Chambers has been great. He has. He's been a revelation. I think the nice thing for Arsenal, I hate to say an injury kind of opened it up, but Ansley was kind of filling that position right. out of necessity. He is not a wingback. He is a better midfielder than he is a wingback. Um, but he stepped up. Mm-hmm. He helped the team out. Got hurt. Opened up the door for Chambers that's now finally healthy. He's playing great. Um and now when Ansley does come back, he should be able to play in the midfield. Should be. Which would be awesome. That would be sick. Yeah, I would love to be it. And then that would that would just make the team better. Yeah, because he's kind of been uh, – you said he was playing out of position. Yeah. Kind of thrusted into – Yeah, he's not. he wasn't a defender. A role he's not used to. Yeah, he was one of those guys where they needed somebody with Bellerine out, Chambers out, holding out. They didn't have anybody to pay that position. Um, he's – Good on defense, but he's that's not his forte. Right. But, and he stepped up. He manned up and filled a role that we needed. So I think he'll be rewarded when he comes back with maybe some more time in the midfield. Absolutely. So a good win for uh, the Gunners. Yes. Sitting up there in third. Third. Good for you all. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Oh, the Chelsea lads. Yes. Four goals. Nice win. All the young boys. The young boys are scoring. Tammy's back on the score sheet. Mason Mount. Yes. Tammy is now leading the Golden Boot with Aguero at eight. Nice. Yeah. That's crazy. awesome. So the kids, man, the kids are going to be all right. The kids are going to be all right. So he's Just missing one. <laughs> and that kitty, but he got on the field. He did. sick with a nice assist. Yes. Yes. The Dortmund, the old Dortmund connection to Michi yeah. for a late one. It was. Hey, I like it. You got to start getting points. You got to start playing a little bit. So it was good to see. Yeah, this is the game um, against a Southampton team who does not score at all. Yeah. Danny Ings has been the only goal scorer <laughs> this year for them. Yeah. The poacher. The damn poacher. Literally, if they didn't have him, they would be in trouble. Oh, yeah. Because I think it's third. You- he scored Three times this year. We talk, they're just they're they're gonna stay up. <laughs> they're gonna stay up. Which they're just bothers not, me yeah, so they're just much. They're not gonna do anything. They do just enough. Yeah, just enough to not to go hold down on every year. And this year they have. I don't know. There's not. There's just a lot of bad teams at the bottom right now. So I feel like if they just. You know, get that one win a month, they'll be okay. That's all they need. That's what I was saying for Norwich. That's all they really need is one win a month. They just haven't been able to do it lately. So, yeah, it's, uh, eh, you know what? The Chelsea boys, we're going to be fine. I'm happy. I'm happy where we're sitting. Yeah. They got a, uh, they got a Newcastle side coming in the following week at home, so... Let's keep the train rolling, baby. Let's do this. Watch out for Newcastle. <laughs> I ain't scared. They win, what, a couple games this year, and they're all one nothing. Again, but, another team that doesn't score. Yeah. 
They're big wins for them, though. Taking down United. True. I mean, United's not the United that we all expect. No, United's looking a little... Uh, but it's still a name for them to it's just take sad. that W. It's real sad that the United that we used to know is no more. Yeah. With the old Alex Ferguson days, it's They're far long, from long that. Long, yeah, Long gone. So it's like, all right, who do you turn to? I mean, Pogba, he seems like he doesn't want to be there. He, I think everybody knows he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. So, like, who else needs to step up? Everyone's so young on the team. It's like, what, you got Lindelof or Maguire stepping up? And they're both pretty young. I mean, Ashley Young, is he the yeah. – he has to step up. He has to be I in the locker know. room like, come on, Mace, let's fucking go. Well, maybe they shouldn't have moved on from some people that were good veteran leadership in the locker room. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. They shouldn't have. I don't know, but they're in big trouble. They're and in big trouble. Ole Gunnar is going to find himself out of a job soon, I think. He's definitely not. I could put some – I'll put all the money I have, which isn't much, on that he's going to not last this season. Yeah. It would be hard if they keep playing. Ooh, that's like another. This. That's another one. Will he last before Christmas? We could make that. Oh, that'd be a good poll for next week. That would be a good poll for next week. Keep that in mind. Below average, Adam. Yes, I'll write that one down too. Awesome. All right. Well, that's the uh, the rundown for week number eight of the Premier League. Uh, another, you know, this goddamn league. Yeah, it's one of those weeks, man. You just never know what's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, you think one thing, and it's gonna it goes a whole nother way. <laughs> so we're gonna go to halftime, I guess, and then yeah, just come back with the mixed bag of U.S. soccer, the international break, a uh, couple games to look out for. If you want to watch some good games that are gonna be televised on you know TV that we should get, mm-hmm. and. Um, not the actual preview show, but we'll talk a little MLS and maybe just who's playing who. Mm-hmm. And that's leave it at that, literally, because preview show is going to be next week. Yeah, not get too much Tuesday. into it. Yeah, but we can at least do just a breakdown of like the bracket. Who got, oh, yeah, who got sure. the buys, who's playing who, when, where, why, where we're going to be, mm-hmm. and uh, go from there. That sounds good. Um, I guess before we hit the halftime, a little score update for our predictions. Oh, yes. Um, We forgot to throw those out. I cut it to two points. It is getting close, folks. (laughs) Um, I only had two. I got the Chelsea and what was the other one that we did? Uh, Liverpool, Liverpool. You got that one. Neither of us got the what? Uh, the West Ham game. Yeah, we game. both had West Ham. And I got the... Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, It wasn't the right score. The right. One. So, yeah. Slow week, but again, there was a lot of upsets, so... There was. Who really knows, man? I don't know. Like I said, this league is just... From week to week... You from, never You know. just never know. And for being only eight weeks in, it's already pretty fucking crazy. It's wild. But yeah. Uh, I cut it to two after my terrible start. Just god-awful start. Yeah, welcome back in the mix. It is a game again. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, we're going to hit it to halftime. We will see you on the other side for some more great talks and some Q&A. Yes, and anybody who's following us on Twitch that hasn't before, Mm -hmm. we will be right back. We always close it out for a minute. Yeah, we switch it. We're like a soccer game. We do one half. Yes. Eat our oranges, drink our Gatorades, and then we come right back fresh with fresh legs. Yes. Cool. Second half. Average. Adam. Thanks, bro. All right. Later. Here's a funky ass tune. Get down. So international. International. So international. You can't catch me, boy. I'm overseas at about 100 G for show. Don't test me, boy. Because I rap with the best for show. 305 to the death of me. Cremate my body, let the ocean have what's left of me. But for now, forget about that. Blow the whistle. Baby, you the referee. what's up everybody we are back for kicking a stateside episode 11 yes second half ready to rock it out love it baby um i guess we can just uh what do you want to start with first um i mean it's international break time so i guess let's talk a little international flavor okay sure um so the u.s team has two games this upcoming I guess in the next five days or so. Yeah. They play Cuba tomorrow, and then they play Canada on Tuesday. Yeah? Yeah. So. A. Yeah, A. A. So, I mean. this Cuba game, I was looking at some stats a little further since we discussed on uh, the show Tuesday. Yeah. And if we don't just come out and roll this game, there's a serious problem. Um, Pulley's playing. McKinney's playing. Josie's not, but that's okay. Cuba is so far through this tournament, they've already played two games with Canada. They are minus seven goal differential, mm-hmm. zero points. Um, they haven't scored in their last four games competitive. Nice. So for the U.S. Fire. to do anything but come out and just dominate this game, it's going to be an issue for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as if you said Cuba is a soccer country, it's not even close. No. So we should come out. Uh, the game's in D.C. We should beat the shit out of them it, yeah. at least for nothing, at least. 7 p.m. tomorrow. 7 p.m. tomorrow. And it is on FS1. Is if it? anybody nice. would like to watch, yes, FS1 is the place to see that game. Um, and I find out, too, this tournament does have implications um, in qualifying for the 2021 Gold Cup. Oh, Gold That's Cup. That's why they okay. added this, yes. Nice. And then that would then, in turn, the Gold Cup would add qualifications for the World Cup. Nice. Yes. So they're they're trying to put more validity instead of just doing so many friendlies. That's where all these new cups are coming from, I think. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Trying out a little uh, competition in between the competitions. Yeah, basically. Basically, right? Yes. Making these games have a little bit more meaning. Or Tuesday, yeah, against Canada and Toronto. Yes. At BMO Field. Yes. That should be an interesting game, too. Yeah. We should win. I mean, they got to win both of them. They should easily get two wins. Yeah, Canada's, Canada's not, not They're not great, but they're not bad. At least, I mean, they have some talent. Okay. They have some talent. They have some MLS talent, I guess. They have some Bayern Munich talent now. Alfonso oh, yeah, Davies. Right. 
I mean, he's probably the only guy that I'd really be worried about. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Hoiberg or uh not it's not he's not a Hoiberg. Um is it Hoiberg? They got one I think it is Hoiberg for uh Canada, who's solid. Yeah, I whatever. <laughs> I know like Will Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Trash. But uh yeah, so US better roll these next two games. I guess we can talk about the decision too. I mean, with Dest and, yeah. and where that's going. So uh, he basically is not playing, and he's declined the both Dutch and U.S. invitations to come in. Um, as he makes a decision, he's making his decision because if he had two more caps for us, he would be cup t- or cap tied to the U.S. Yes, and at this point, um, I guess without any blame, I. It sounds like he's maybe leaning towards the Dutch team. It seems that way. And there's probably a shit ton of people whispering in his ear like, the Dutch are like way better and have a way better structure. Dude, they look really good. Like, Yeah, with what's coming up for them, if you have the opportunity to be the starting right back for this team, like you were saying, they got some wonder kids coming and all that. Said it's the golden age of Dutch football. And now with Yedling coming back, you know Bergholter's gonna bury this kid anyway. I think he's gonna end up rolling. If he's playing for Ajax already and starting at what is he, <laughs> nineteen or eighteen? Yeah. I think he's destined for the Dutch side. That's just my take. That Netherlands team looks really good, man. But that's the thing. There's so much competition where it's like US you'd be like, well, you fight for a spot, and maybe you beat out Yedlin. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell you who. I would be disappointed if he didn't, like I was saying on Tuesday. But I have a feeling he's just he's another casualty of U.S. soccer leaving for a dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. We've seen it happen before. See it happen way too much, honestly. So I guess um, it's the same old roster. A couple different guys coming in. My boy Brendan Aronson from the Union, eighteen-year-old. That's um, good. To midfielder, say. which is cool. Yeah, he's a Union fan. I but think he needs a little bit more polishing and work. But at the same, oh, yeah. this is a good place to get it. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's a competition. Right. If if you get an opportunity to maybe even get a start or something against this Cuba team, that's great. I think it's more of just an experience thing for him. Just call him in and just have him go through the daily training and get familiar with the guys and stuff. I don't think he's going to play much. I think it's just Dude, this is the perfect game to like gamble, though. Like This is what drives me crazy. Like We have these good young players. You're playing a team to the level of Cuba. Like This is the time. Like Stop playing all these bums that we know what they can and can't do already. Like This roster should be... Pretty much 21 and under for this game. Yeah. You want to beef it up a little bit against Canada to make sure you get, you know, your points and you do what you're supposed to in this tournament? Yes, but you get two games with Cuba over the next month or so. This is a perfect chance to give these guys playing time in a meaningful game. Yeah, it's – I don't even know where Berghalter is really going with this roster, honestly. I mean, it's – there's some usual guys – couple the well zardas of course yeah and the will traps hey well i like they they were saying oh well how's burgholder gonna handle this whole thing with 
Pulisic struggling right now at Chelsea. First of all, that to me that shouldn't have so anything to what? do with either or. You know Pulisic when he puts that U.S. jersey on, going to bust his ass and give it his all. Exactly. Always. He is the best player you have on that team, hands down, talent-wise. Maybe McKinney's a second, you know, pretty close. But, yeah, I, I don't know. They need to not worry so much about that. Again, for the competition, he kind of called in some, not maybe not your best squad. Yeah. Thinking you can get away with beating Cuba and Canada with, you know, this roster. It better not come back to bite you in the ass. Eh. They saw this happen before. And what did we do? We missed a World Cup. Exactly. Speaking of, one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Of Twillman's rant. Yeah. We wanted to uh, play on. Yeah, we'll uh, play that clip for you of Taylor Twelman going off <laughs> two years ago to the day when we lost to Trinidad and Tobago. It's not about tonight. It's not about Jurgen Klinsmann. It's not just about Bruce Arena. As a whole, U.S. soccer is not prepared. They have not done a good enough job of getting this group ready to play. And keep in mind, the last two Olympics, no United States. Those players that would be playing in the Olympics, 24 through 28, how many of them are in this roster? The players got to be good enough, too. So a lot of people on social media right now want to say it's Jurgen Klinsmann's fault, it's Bruce Arena's fault, it's Daniil Galati's fault. By the way, as an ex-player, every single one of those players, they can take some nightmares yep. for the rest of their lives because this is an utter embarrassment with the amount of money that is in Major League Soccer and in this sport. You can't get a draw, a tie against Trinidad? Max, you don't deserve to go to the World Cup. They, they, they certainly did. And people always say about it's tough to get points here, but I see Mexico oh, get come points. Come on. We can, we, we can stop using that excuse. Yes. This is, this is, you look at this team, you look at this, they're going to be sitting around next summer and they're going to be watching this World Cup go on without them. So what does this program do? Is this, this group, do you, do you blow it up? Do you this just, is everything though, Max. So, because I remind everyone, 2,000 euros, Germany laid an egg and they all came together. Bundesliga, second Bundesliga, DFB, the German uh, Football Federation, all came together with a 10-year plan. Guess what happened in 10 years? They won that World Cup. If this failure does not wake up everyone from U.S. soccer to Major League Soccer, from pay to play to broadcasters to everything, then we're all insane. Because yeah. the right. definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing, knowing the result. Love it. And, and if we, we still don't are. change it, and I mean we, everyone in U.S. soccer, then what are we doing? What's the point? Because that should have never happened with the billion dollars plus that is going into Major League Soccer and youth development. That should have never happened, and it did, and every single person should look themselves in the mirror. And by the way, that's including myself. Yeah, I'm part of U.S. soccer. We're all involved I, in I this. I played for the program. It's embarrassing. <laughs> we're all involved and we're sick, and we look at, uh, we look at what this team has been able to do, and it, a lot of times they, the criticism comes and they repel the criticism. The criticism, it's going to come, come and think about it. I hear what up. you're saying now. It, the gloves are off at this point, and, we, and people got to be real. Yeah. You and I have talked about this off camera. Well, guess what? I see that little red light. It's on, and yeah. I'm going to bring it up right now. Okay. The, the gloves should have been off years ago. We should have been having real criticism. And the discussion after Brazil, 100%. Max, was can we beat the Colombias and the Belgians and the Argentinas of the world? Are you kidding me? Game. We can't beat Trinidad <laughs> on a field that's too like wet and too me? heavy? What are we doing? This what are we doing yep there this it is, is, the discussion there it that's is. Being what had. are we doing it's, it's remarkable to me he's right though it's he's true, still man. right it's very true it's crazy it's such a uh 
I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna turn it around. I have a feeling something's gonna have to happen. Something I almost don't like. I almost want them to lose to Cuba, so they can fire Burhalter. Yeah, and we can like that. Like maybe that's what it's gonna take. I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna take. I don't even know. But I think it is coaching. But it is. Again, you have to have the players too. You have to have the players too. We got we talked about this on Tuesday. You got to be able to develop these young players at a young age. Yeah, and it's just and start putting them into the right places, right direction, and and we, we said we brought this up: is college hurting the the youth movement of soccer in the U.S.? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is, and it's unfortunate because you don't want to strip that from the colleges, and it's a lot of opportunity for a lot of kids to be able to get an education because maybe that they would have not because they're good at the game yeah so it's like but you gotta i guess maybe find a way to weed out the best of the best and give them an opportunity to make some money and do what they need to do and a reason to maybe not go to college yeah if you want to produce the best possible team that this country can produce well that's the thing i think everyone wants to get that education and have that as you know something in your back pocket in case the whole yeah, soccer career doesn't work out you have something to fall back on yeah but in europe these academies they make sure these kids get educated they're like it's not like these kids are just complete dopes if they can't play soccer i mean i guess that's in any sport but for the most part they're not like unintelligent people they, yeah they make sure that they're schooled and they're able i mean europe just does a lot of things better than we do to be honest with it's you. true and there are way more options in the u.s as far as sports are our top athletes usually play football or basketball, like we said. Yeah. And it's just it. But you're seeing other countries. In other countries. It's a basketball game, I guess. Yeah, but in other countries, like soccer is king. And he, in our country, it's Well, one football. day, one day it should be king. That's what, that's kind of our goal we've talked about is to help make that progress. Yeah. I feel like they've already moved up to number four. They've moved over hockey. Yeah. As far as the big four. It's close. Hey, I know in ratings in the la last year or two years ago, they actually had a higher rank rating. Even if you log on to ESPN now, like the top little feeder, you can get top soccer before you get a drop down for NHL. Yeah. It just so. it depends. on It, it really starts yeah. with the kids, though. Yeah. How many kids are playing hockey? I mean, I'm sure hockey is a way more expensive sport than soccer is. Yeah. All you need is a ball and some shin guards, man. Yeah, not even a ball. Look at the kids in like Africa yeah. kicking like whatever. Yeah, whatever there's they actually, can find. That uh, on YouTube, not on YouTube, on Netflix, there's a thing about the French Volta League, which is pretty awesome. Mm. So definitely right worth a check out. I'm sick of Berghalter. I voiced my displeasure for him on Tuesday night, and I'm just. Yeah. It's another one of those where I don't want to beat a you know, dead horse. No, but, we could go on and on and on. But before we move on from uh, U.S. soccer, I forgot to bring this up the other day. Timmy Howard retired. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about it. I, I had a great last home game for uh, – Colorado. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, another one sad to see go, but it was kind of... Yeah, it's a bummer. It's like an end of an, that era of like U.S. soccer that, was, that I remember. That was the best era of U.S. soccer, I can say. You know, where they actually were competitive 
for a brief couple year stance there. And he's one of those guys. He played in the Premier League for years. Oh yeah, he was a top goalie in the world. Yeah, you know, one of the very few times we had a U.S. player that you could say is top at a position in the world. He's and definitely one of the most successful Americans to play overseas. Oh, at yeah. least on that. Well, at least as a goalie. And that uh, you know, he's had a couple nice runs there where yeah. he was uh, gained some major popularity. Um, in the country, and I, I kind of thought that was going to be the moment when U.S. soccer was going to turn the table, right? When they were making that little bit of a run in the World Cup, and he was playing great, and everybody was jumping on the bandwagon, and the bars mm-hmm. were packed, and they were singing "We Believe," and oh, that was amazing! Yeah, and you're like, man, it's finally coming around. Like we're gonna now, these kids are gonna be all about that. We're gonna develop and. By the next World Cup, we're going to be ultra competitive. And then what do we do? We fucking miss it. Don't even make it. <laughs> the train was up here. Yeah. And then when we lost and didn't go to the World Cup, it was just like, hmm. Yeah, now you got to start over again. Like, people have forgot that aren't soccer fans now, again, have just forgot anything about soccer. Yep. And we tried to be cute. And again, like we said, yeah. Look what happened. Well, tune into this game Friday, man. Give this, give him some love. Oh yeah. Let's, I mean, I'll definitely tune yeah. in. I mean, I, yeah. I was Why talking not? to not you. I mean, oh. everybody else. You better, uh, you better tune in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know we're kind of short on time, uh, but I want to roll down some notable games coming up this weekend for people that are jonesing to watch some soccer. Yeah, we got time. Um. And I also, there's a few scores from today's European Championship qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poland currently is leading Latvia 2-0. No surprise there. Uh, Poland solid. Lev, obviously two goals because that's what he does in the 9 and 13th minute. Wales leading Slovakia 1-0. Kiefer Moore with the goal. Mm. So let's see. I just wanted to check this Wales lineup. So you're getting Bale. And uh, Ramsey? No. No. No Ramsey. There's actually no Harry Wilson right now. Pretty much the the big name that in the lineup is Bale. That's it. I like I like some of the Welsh team. Scotland rushes zero zeros. Netherlands Northern Ireland at zeros right now. That's an intriguing matchup. Yeah, and it looks like Netherlands pretty much got a full squad. Babel, Depay, Wijnaldum, De Jong, Van Dyke, uh, Delight. Yeah, so they're full, they're playing full roster. And uh, Northern Ireland's been playing uh, a little bit better. Yeah, they're they're actually uh, might be one to watch if they can sneak into the Euros. Can't Bel- count them out. Belgium's dominating San Marino. Well, right now Lukaku's got a goal. Chaddy's got a goal. <laughs> Broly, broccoli. Is that broccoli? Broccoli with the old goal. Yeah, Croatia is up uh, on Hungary. Two yeah. nothing. Luca. With a goal. Actually, this one to me is surprising. Austria is currently trailing Israel 1-0. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Austria's got some good players. Anatovic, mm-hmm. Sabitzer. It's, uh, they got a pretty decent defense. I was looking to see if my boy uh, is playing for them, but it doesn't look like it. No Danny Royer on the in the, <laughs> in the lineups at all. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, the games coming up that I wanted to talk about for – sorry, I got a little off track with those games. Um, it's okay. 
If you want to watch some good soccer Friday, we talked about the U.S. game at 7 p.m., but in the daytime, sneak in ESPN2, Iceland and France. Iceland has been kind of down since this big run in 16 in Mm -hmm. the World Cup. Uh, France is France, dominant usually. France is France. But that should make for a great game to watch. Not too much slated for Saturday that I was that intrigued by. And then I found uh, Sunday, you know me, my African, my West African United Cup of Nations uh, 1 p.m. final. Senegal, Ghana, Sadio Mane. Sadio. That game will only be on ESPN Plus or one of the Spanish channels. But that is a final, a, a cup championship, so that's always cool to watch. 1 p.m. Cool. And then you have on the big boys, regular old ESPN, uh, 2.45 Sunday. If you want to break the monotony of the NFL and watch some cool soccer with no commercials. and <laughs> You got Wales and Croatia, which I think is a really awesome matchup. That is good. So I'm going to do my best to try and watch that whole game. I'll be hanging with my little guy. I love my, my guys. Dudes. I love my little dudes. They my little guys. Dude. Actually, my daughter's going to have a game, but, you know, I might That's not go fine. to her game. I might not go. No, I'm, things have not been so hot lately. Oh, no. No. So. Oh, no. She's been playing great. That's good, though. What else we got going here? Um, I don't know. Do you want to do the MLS thingy? Yeah. Uh, we were going to just do a quick breakdown of the table for the playoffs. Um, one other note, too, that I did have from MLS. The coach of San Jose, Matias Almeida, has been retained. He's decided to stay for San Jose. Mm-hmm. They made a nice late playoff run. They almost made it. They finished eighth in the West. Mm-hmm. Um. He is a legend at Club Atletico River Plate. Mm-hmm. Um, started his career there, ended his career there, and has also coached there since retiring. He had 131 caps with them, and he was being seeked out by some Liga MX teams. Prefer- uh, one mainly mentioned was Monterey, but he's decided to stay with the MLS and with San Jose and help continue to grow and develop that team. So I think that's an awesome thing for the league. I think that's a good sign to see things like that. Hells yeah. Um, so I just wanted to mention that before we got into anything else. Uh, MLS, thank you for that. Thank and, you. And uh, Zlatan's statue going up in Malmo. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah? No, I didn't see that. Oh, dude, you got to look. You got to check that out. Oh, you know, I, do, put it I up. did see a picture. It yeah, looks weird. Yeah, he's shirtless. I he love it. It's super duper skinny, I yeah, saw. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just so awesome, though. Like, it's so Zlatan. I love everything about it. He's cool. Yeah, he's dope. I'm a big fan. Um, He is God. He is God. Um, So, yeah, MLS. Yeah. Uh, You want to do, I'll do the West, maybe. You want to do the East? Just do it quick before our preview show. Sure. Um, So, for anybody who's not aware, uh, the MLS has changed their format for the playoffs this year. So there's now seven teams for each league. The number one seed does get a bye, and the rest of the teams will play single-game eliminations in the first round, and then it goes to the two legs. Mm-hmm. Um, so for your West, we have slow-ass Well, obviously, the Supporter Shield winner and first-round bye goes to LAFC. 
Of course. Phenomenal year. Um, we have to give them credit as much as we may not want to give them credit. They played great. Your 2-7 matchup, the Seattle Sounders and Dallas. Dallas making an absolute statement on the last day of the year, scoring six goals to assure their spot in the playoffs. Then you got Real Salt Lake in the three, playing the Portland Timbers in the six. And then you got Minnesota in the four, playing the L.A. Zlatans in the five. So that's what you got as far as the West goes. Fun. Yes. For the West, even yeah. though it's probably going to be LAFC. But uh, most likely. I won't give anything what I think, though. Yes, we'll save that for the preview show. And then you got the East set up there. East side. Yeah. So, New York FC, NYFC, got the number one seed. They beat us pretty handily on, what was that, Sunday? Yeah. To secure that. Well, they already secured, but they helped their cause... They're in the number one seed. They will all Eastern Conference games will go through. I don't even know because apparently they're not playing at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, we don't have any info on that yet, but we will I get it. I don't have any That's info. That's all right. I don't even know. It's Maybe not... they will. Let's I'll get it. I'll get it while you're running that down. What is that? Oh, yeah. They're not even playing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, four five matchup is Toronto versus DC United. That was pretty impressive. So Toronto, Toronto got on a real hot streak, kind of middle towards the end of the season, where they strung. I think they strung together like they're like eight unbeaten or something like that. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Toronto has a lot of experience in the playoffs. DC. With Rooney on his way out, how much is he going to affect the game? And is he going to be able to get the boys up for that one? Who knows? Let's see. 3-6, obviously, is my beloved union and Brian's Red Bull. Woo! That we will be attending on Sunday the 20th at 3-sharp. Yes, I'm excited. So My first trip to Talon Energy Stadium. Yeah, boy. We already got the boys buying tickets. I know that. So that game, that should be good. Nice little rivalry game to kick it off. They've split this year. Um, both home teams won the two games that they played. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it should be fun. It should and be neither good. have been playing that great going into no, it. So. It's not had been a great month for either team besides the Red Bull beating us. Yeah, <laughs> and then we flopped, too, with an opportunity to we, – we could have very easily made four. And mm-hmm. just fell apart at the end of the year. And our answer, this hopefully will be the curse of all curses. And What's I'm going to continue to now root for the New York Yankees through these playoffs because the longer the Yankees play, the longer this change is going to be in in effect. They will be playing at City Field, home of the Mets, as long as the Yankees are no still way. playing. Yes. Oh my so right God. now the first game is already booked for City. And then if the Yankees are to make it to the World Series, there would be a scheduling conflict again. And they would have to play their next playoff game as well at City Field. Oh, Jesus. So if the, you, you can bring in me. the curse of Los Mets to LA or NYFC, that would be fantastic. <laughs> and I guess go Yanks. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic to yeah. play all their games at City Field. Please. Yeah. Fucking bums. Please. I hate them too. Yeah, same. They kind of, they're like the. The Manchester City to me of MLS now. 
Like the colors match. They're just throwing money that apparently. I mean, it pretty much is a feeder system for. I don't understand I mean, how like you're only allowed a certain amount of international players, but then they seem to get more. I I don't know. We'll break all that down one day. Um, and quick other MLS news because uh, a little bit different with the way that league works is obviously you can sign players if you're done and stuff now. So the fire, I guess, looking for some type of replacement for Schweinsteiger, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. although he had moved to defender um, in his last year. They had signed – they just signed former Real Madrid and Valencia midfielder um, Alvaro Madron. Still young, 25 years old, mm-hmm. has played along – side of Modric and Ronaldo so to bring a kid to me into this league um at that age that's played with that talent that's another good plus for this league man that's pretty awesome yeah yeah um you're seeing it more and more now that these uh uh South Americans and Spanish and whatnot are coming over younger rather than how it was before when you used to get guys kind of at the tail end of their careers, like the Beckhams and the uh, Pierre Lowe's of the world. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew where you were going. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of an older gent. Yes. It's Latin sort of, but yeah. You see now with Carlos Vela pretty much in his prime, you know, single-handedly taking LAFC oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. He threw like, him on his back this year. Their goal differential was like plus 50. <laughs> yeah. I think they won the West by like twenty points or something. It was ridiculous. It was, yeah, I mean they were just they pretty much. He had broke that. the goal in a single season. Yes, with 30, 31 or thirty-seven, something like that. I feel like I see that number in my head. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Okay, right in between. <laughs> Thirty-four. Zlatan had thirty this year. Yeah. Joseph Martinez had twenty seven. Dude, Joseph Martinez had twenty seven, and he, and he had, got hurt. He had a last like three weeks. Yeah, and had a horrible start to the year too. Yeah, like he was just, and then all of a sudden he figured it out and went. What was it, sixteen straight or something? He scored in. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No, he's a very, 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 very good player. He is. I'm just interested to see if he is the next one from that team to try and make the jump to another league, because it has not worked out for. Or man, Almarone so far. No. Heed warning. Before we move on, the Atlanta is the number two seed. And they play the Revs. Yay. Yes. The Bruce Arena led Revs. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> no. Because I want. No. Well, I yeah, mean, no. I'll, root, I'll root for them. They've been playing good, actually. I'm not going to lie. Uh, They've been playing good. Oh, shit. You got to get by us first, my I'm man, not, before you're lining up your, the rest of your playoffs. I'm not looking ahead. <laughs> it sounded like he was looking ahead. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know what to think. We haven't had a home playoff game since 2011, damn it. Dude. And we I, never won a playoff game in our 10-year history. I've been to one playoff game, and that was last year. And we were pretty much mathematically eliminated in the Eastern Conference Finals after a poor showing against Atlanta. Went to the game. It was cold as balls. They they showed up in the last five minutes of the game and actually had a chance to send it to extra time if they could have got one more goal. And it was like it was just too little too late. Yeah. But so hopefully I'll get a better result for this year. Oh, boy. (laughs) That'll be fun. 
It's going to be fun, That's man. That's a good one. It's going to be fun. Good atmosphere. The whole place is going to be rocking. Holy shit. Love it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm going to wear my dark blue Red Bull shirt just so I kind of blend in a little bit. It's blending in. Until you see that 99 on the back. It's like, whoa, who's that? Yeah. Son of a legend. Son of a legend. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you don't talk about Mr. Wright that way, please. True. Them fighting words. I know. Well, so, um, we got a lot lined up, though. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot coming. And also, we're just kind of starting this A2D sh- show. Yeah, please check us out. Again, every Tuesday from 5 to 6.30. Live. The A2D the A2D's Facebook page, YouTube, Instagram. I want to try and do I want to try and put ours on Thursday on our Instagram. I as well as Twitch when my phone's not almost dead. Yeah, we're going to get all those kinks and Facebook Live. You can do the IG, I'll do the Facebook Live. Um and I want to see if maybe we can set it up to where the Tuesday show can be on Twitch. Um, I don't. Mm, I don't know no. if they have the. I think capability. that has to be. Uh, we could probably just log on on contractually we're, we're, obligated t- to be well, on we gotta, A2Ds. Well, we got to talk thing. to Tom. Got to talk to our. I feel like that. Uh, I feel like that's good enough though, because I feel like we can do Twitch on Thursdays. That's true. And we do can our just own save thing because yeah. we already have like a shit ton of. I know things just, on Thursdays. I'm just trying to bring the people what they want, man. I wish I had it queued up. You could. I could. I could have a lot of shit queued up. I think that, honestly, the way we've just, been going uh, now. Practice makes perfect. I would like to maybe not have to edit so much going forward now that we're yeah. getting on to this point. And yep. just be throwing this right up on uh, iTunes and Spotify the way we do it. I'm definitely staying. I'm not even going home and doing putting it up. I'm just going to, once we edit it and mix it down i'm just gonna put it out there what today yeah yeah and i'm even thinking we're gonna limit the edits today yeah like i just i want to get this up and rolling and it honestly doesn't even matter well since there's no prem games i guess there's really not much to like rush to listen to no but but i still want to make it relevant yeah because we talk about things that change and games that played today and true so yeah we apologize there's no q a today since we had like it was like a it was you know everybody twitch spotify itunes hello people hi with the international break it's just weird because we don't have we have to fill some well, time on things that we don't usually get to talk about and this is so. our first ever week of two shows so right it's an adjustment we're trying to adjustment put period some similarities between the shows but we're also trying to put some differences so we may limit, you know, we might do more Q&A on here because we have the poll question on the live show. It's a little different that way. It's just going to take some time. We're going to have a segment on the live show that we might not have here. But, yeah, we're kind of like we're figuring out what we're going to prefer for each show. Right. And then come up with a solid structure soon. But it's it's just going to we'll be. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's us playing around. And, you know, feedback from you guys always helps. So right on. if you saw anything or heard anything that you liked that you thought, you know, we could do better or if you'd like to see more on one show and the other, please let us know. Yeah, reach out always, man. You know where to find us. Yeah. We had a a, a fan 
reach out right after our first ever A2D show, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Eric. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. Eric Jacinto, right? Yeah. I, I was going to ask him for a phonetic spelling of his last name because I didn't want to pronounce it wrong. Jacinto looks probably correct. I think. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it was really cool to like come out of that show and have somebody that was like oh. very intrigued by what we had to what we had to say and what we're doing. I was buzzing after that. Yeah, it was like first first not not that we don't have fans, but like first fan of like somebody that we didn't know prior, you know, you or I right. coming into this. Every other fan for the most part. It was, part so it was far definitely pretty like, awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. So thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks, man. Well we gotta get I think we should up. probably wrap it up. We I, got the uh Babes on Broad, listen to them. They're awesome. I actually do listen to them. Yeah, Babes on Broad is coming up uh, behind us here at 4 o'clock at the CSB studio. Yeah. So it, give them a listen. We'll let them know that we plugged them on our show. Mm-hmm. Maybe if uh, we continue to do this spot and this is their spot, then they can kind of plug us mm-hmm. on their show as they're coming in and thanking us for leaving the studio nice and clean, which I'm going to do right now. Thank you. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we will see you uh, next Thursday. We'll be running down week number nine, the fixtures coming up in the Prem. And an MLS playoff preview show. And a preview show on Tuesday. It's Tuesday. This Tuesday. Again, A2D Radio, 5 to 630. Yes. So please give us a watch. Listen. Hell yeah. Whatever. But all right, guys, we will see you guys next week. Again, like I always say, drink some beers um, and doobies uh, (laughs) and go team USA. USA. Let's go, boys. All right. See you guys. Later.